Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. I think it's time for us to just accept the inevitable, Jim. What's that? And that is that Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee for president. I think that's true. And look, I think last night, if you look across the country, the Republicans have two major problems. And I think it is a lack of a message. And then it is a lack of a strategy on the message. Yeah. We're not, we're not, I'm not Joe Biden is not a message. Right. And it it didn't work for him in 2022 Mm -mm. and it's not going to work for him in 2024. And you've got to will end up in the, well, look, look, look look at Ohio. Yes. And that was gross about what happened in Ohio yesterday that the people of Ohio, I mean, this is sickening, essentially put in the constitution of their state that you can have an abortion from conception to live birth. That's gross. That is beyond imagination. And uh, and those people there should be ashamed of themselves. I mean, we're not talking like, not that it makes it any better, but it's not like, well, up to 15 weeks. We're talking about essentially from conception to live birth. You are guaranteed to write in Ohio by the Constitution to have an abortion. Yeah. And and uh, that that is, that's what legislation's about. Because that's a live issue today uh, and, and will continue to be because of the Supreme Court in the in the in the states. But that's a legislative issue to to put it into uh, ink, if you will, in yeah. the Constitution is it just it's amazing that it passed. There have been two times in the past 30 years Republicans have had resounding success at the ballot box in, in 1994 and in 2010. Mm-hmm. And they were centered around very clear, a very clear set of things that will happen. In the case of 1994, it was contract with America. Sure. The Republicans followed through on that. They got the last time there was a balanced budget. Mm-hmm. In 2010, it was repeal and replace Obamacare. They didn't do that, and then they paid for it. Yes. But there, there was coherent instruction and vision. And I guess you could say in 2016, Donald Trump had, now as weird as it sounds, a coherent message on core issues. Now, he was wacky and he was wild, but if you voted for Trump, you knew. Build the wall, bring the American jobs back, get tough on China. Like, there was kind of a core set of, of things. Now, a lot of them, again, didn't come to fruition, yeah. but I'm saying from a camp- a national campaign messaging standpoint, Republicans have nothing right now. Well, but also, let's think about 2020 uh, with Biden. He told everybody what he was going sure. to do. Yeah. And he did it. Yeah. On the first day in office. And so, you know, this is a lesson that you have to spell out. I mean, we talked about this ad nauseum in the last couple of days is if you spell out what you're going to do and what the plan is uh, and then you follow through, he, you spoke truth to power. But, and, but, but, and, that but, not whole, and the Republican Party is not doing that today. And Trump and I challenge someone to tell me who is a Trump an only Trumper person has no coherent message right now. Mm-hmm. There, you have no idea. Like in 2016, you knew the, the trade stuff, 
build a border wall, tough on immigration, tough on China. You, you, you knew, like, this is the Trump the Trump platform, which is why he won Michigan. It's why he won Wisconsin. It's, it's why he won Ohio. It's why he won Pennsylvania. Because they had a coherent message that spoke to the people he needed to get. There is none of that from but Trump. I, but, but I will push back on that because the Trump machine uh, is starting to announce positions on what they would do with the federal government, for instance. They what are, where? Well, I, I've seen it in Wall Street Journal. In well, fact. But that's the problem, Jim. The average person, you are a learned man. You are a scholar. You are interested in this. I, I am interested in this, and I have I have not seen a single solid. I see Trump well, make brash statements like, "Yeah, I he's riding high right now." I was not so- debating. Yes, yeah, and, and there is no message right and now. And until the I'll Republicans, you and you know this because you won many, many elections, mm-hmm. that the key to winning elections is taking three or four things and you put them on your door hanger or or your your mailer or whatever and you say we're riding and dying with these four issues if they resonate with people great if they don't i guess we're going to lose but you put the effort into identifying the three or four things that people can put in their head Digest, and envision yes. yes and then when they think of you mm-hmm. like trump it was build the wall mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. it worked mm-hmm. There is none of this right now. And so then what happens when you have no coherent message and you're over the map is you have this sick, disgusting stuff like happened in Ohio and you get caught flat footed. And now Ohio's an abortion factory. Right. Right. And, you know, you look at locally, Sue Finkham had a plan. It was quite clear what she's going to do in the next four years. I didn't see that from Miles Nelson. And, 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 and as well as the fact that, um, Let's go back in time to to Bart Peterson running for mayor. Yeah, back in what two thousand three, maybe. Uh, yeah, that'd be right. Yeah, he had the Peterson plan, mm-hmm. and everybody knew what he was going to do in the city of Annapolis. And there are a lot of factors in there, but he, it, but that wasn't carried the twi- day for him. Wasn't he mayor twice? Wasn't he like ninety nine and then two thousand? Yes, it was, was nineteen ninety nine when yeah, nobody yeah. knew him. Introduced the plan and Gingrich. Yeah, I mean, you're right. It, it 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 people follow certainty and exactly what you're going to do, and and you've got to be repetitious about it and. Uh, True, true story, Jim. When I was 15 years old, I worked at the old Brownsburg golf course and used to play out there all the time as part of the privilege of being a high school kid working at a golf course. Mm-hmm. And there was this dude I played around to golf with. And to this day, I'm certain it was Bart Peterson. <laughs> and I used to, I told, my dad was with me and I told him the entire time, I said, that is Bart Peterson. He's like, you're crazy. That is not. And I, the whole time I wanted to ask him. Mm-hmm. And to this day, Jim. I wish I'd asked him because I'm certain, and now it's been 25 years, and I'll never get to ask him because he's not going to remember if he played golf there that I played golf with Bart Peterson. Yeah, well, he's a nice fellow. Should have been a Republican and uh, and and, and uh, led Indianapolis like a Republican. But uh, So my, my point on all this, though, is if we're going to say that Trump is the inevitable nominee, now, I'm not the person like some of these only Trump people, they should just, everybody should drop out and endorse Trump. No, you Good go through line. the process. You go, you go through the process. And Ron DeSantis and Nikki... Uh, Haley and the rest of these people have every right to fight for as long as they want to fight. Mm-hmm. But the onus is on Trump to get a coherent vision of three or four primary things that when people think about you, they're going to think about you being the president and doing. And then the Republican Party, I mean, first of all, the fact that they keep electing these same losers like Rona Rana McDaniel. Mm-hmm. 
There's no coherent message. The the, the the Republican Party, whatever Trump's message is, if it becomes clear, if he blows... Well, you know what his message is right now. It's him. I'm getting revenge. Right, but that's not it. That that's not, not a coherent... That is no. Who he said, that is not effective no, message. No, it is... You're it, not going to win Michigan with that. And so whatever, if he blows DeSantis and Nikki Haley out in Iowa, and then everybody gets behind him, he has to come up with whatever it is just like he did in 2016 not, i'm not biden exactly yeah. it's not gonna work all right so glenn greenwald greenwald you know him yes our author mm-hmm. journalist mm-hmm. all sort of been well spoken yeah all sorts of places uh been done all sorts of things he was tucker carlson's guest on the most recent tucker carlson podcast and he said it is trump is the republican nominee and i think he makes an interesting case I mean, it seems to me like Republican voters have very consistently made clear that Trump is their candidate. I just wanted to add one point about this next year, which I think is so important. I know it's taboo. We're not supposed to ever say anything good about Trump. But the reality is, Tucker, and I think people are going to realize this more and more, is that Trump was the first American president in decades, in decades, not to involve the United States in a new war. Whereas here you have Joe Biden. Seemingly, there's a new war popping up all the time. He wants to involve the United States in every one, send all their money overseas for them. And at the same time, they remember that the economy was vibrant and good before COVID hit. You can't lie to the American people about their own experience. Their lived experiences, the left likes to say. And I think as the next year approaches, people are going to start to think about and compare what their lives are like under Joe Biden, where there's wars everywhere and inflation and economic turmoil, what it was like during Donald Trump. And I think they're going to be increasingly immune to the propaganda. And to me, I don't see anything in the Republican Party. Obviously, that can change. That suggests that they will abandon Trump. I agree with him, which is why it's time for Trump, if he actually wants to win, if he actually cares about the country, to come up with a coherent vision. And look, the the legal stuff is going to play itself out, and you're already a sympathetic figure on that. You don't need to spend all your time talking about it. You need to spend your time talking about why it is so important for you to beat this legal stuff mm-hmm. so that you can fix the country. Mm-hmm. Well, also, it, it, I, I think you'll agree with this, is that the Democrats are going to throw abortion at him. And, uh, and, and that, that is today's, when I was growing up in the political system, Social Security and taking Social Security away from our elderly, our, our senior citizens, was an incredible weapon by the Democrat Party. And, and uh, because the Republican Party has always talked about little gov- small government and, and uh, efficiency and all that, that it was an effective tool. And so abortion is that tool these days. And, and um, I'm not sure that, that uh, Trump, other than saying he was responsible for a conservative Supreme Court, uh, that delivered uh, the the issue to the Republican Party, uh, that will be thrown back in his face in the next couple of years. Uh, no real quick, I, I want to play this one other clip from, from Glenn Grenwald on um, Tucker. And he, I thought this was so well articulated. He's talking about America funding foreign wars and how those foreign conflicts, either with troops or with our money, has been used to erode civil liberties and free speech at home. I thought this was great. 
No, I think that's exactly right. If it, it, it would be bad enough if the United States were just going around spending all of Americans' money to fuel foreign wars. But what they're doing at the same time with these foreign wars are using them as a pretext to erode the core constitutional and civic rights of American citizens here at home. So when they wanted to launch the so-called war on terror, they ushered in the Patriot Act that gave vast powers to the FBI and the CIA of all kinds of detention and surveillance powers. They empowered the NSA to spy on Americans without the warrants required by the Constitution. Newt Gingrich wanted to rewrite the First Amendment in order to usher in censorship measures in the name of the war on terror. They did the same thing with the war in Ukraine. Some of the greatest censorship on big tech came from those people who were questioning NATO narratives, who were standing up and saying, I don't think these things are true. I don't think these things are wise. The EU made it illegal to even give RT a platform. So every single one of these wars results in fewer and fewer rights for Americans here at home. And now we're seeing the exact same thing, Tucker, with this insistence. And the Biden administration is fully on board in partnership with Republicans to provide billions and millions of dollars, not this time to Ukraine to fuel their war, but to Israel to fuel their war. And what we've been seeing from the people advocating that is this insistence that those who stand up and say, I'm not in support of what Israel is doing to the Palestinians. I don't think the United States should treat this war as our war. You don't have to agree with that or not, but there's so many efforts now to say people saying this should be censored. What they're saying is illegal. They're invoking all the theories that the liberal left have been invoking for years now to justify censorship of the views they dislike. Oh, this is inciting violence. This is going too far. This is hate speech. This is against a vulnerable minority group. And now we're seeing the same kind of erosion of free speech here in the United States on the part of Americans, because now there's another foreign war that's always part of the equation, the domestic aspect to it, that vests more power in the government and takes away more and more rights from Americans. I thought that was spot on. Well, you know, that, there's a reason why a lot of people listen to this program is because a, a clip like that, I'd not heard that point of view. And, and but, but <laughs> Welcome to my nightmare, Jim. Welcome to my world. <laughs> well, in World War One, we, we had the uh, Sedition Act yeah. where, where uh, Wilson, Woodrow Wilson, did not want anybody to say anything negative about about the war or about the Spanish flu. And so, and, and those a- alien sedition acts have, have been through uh, the uh, thread through American history. And I'd really not heard about it. Now, I know the pandemic was terrible on civil liberties and we can't go back there. But um, uh, Greenwald, he makes a good point I there. It was, I thought it was, it, it was fascinating. It was, it, and like I said, you only hear it on WIBC, Robin. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do the work so you don't have to. 